Hey y'all, welcome to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your spiritual big sis, Sin from Divine Hoops. Join me to spill the hottest spiritual tea about co-creation, Santissima Muerte, readings, healing, and everything else you can think of. I'm here to inspire you and help you tap into your most authentic and divine self. So join me in this walk of life and know that you're not alone in this spiritual awakening. To be in the know or learn more, follow me on Instagram at Divine Hoops. I have also resurfaced my apothecary, which has now been officially moved to divinehoops.com. For more insight, longer episodes, and behind the scenes, make sure to join my Patreon. See y'all soon. What's poppin', y'all? Welcome back to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your girl, Divine Hoops. Welcome back. So, today is day four, the novena. And I realized that I should have started recording the series again on the first to do the prayers that come with the novena for those who don't know them yet um but i will be saying the prayer for today at the end of this podcast so stick around till the very end so we can um say the prayer together for dia cuatro de novena but welcome back i am busy 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 i mean i'm always busy yesterday was supposed to be my rest day and I was really trying to rest. It did not play out like that. I had so many things to do. I mean, housewise, I think that's what like I got taken care of. That's what I consider resting is doing housework. <laughs> and I ended up doing a little bit more than I was anticipating of doing. I just left the botanica and I was recording when I was driving, but I realized that like no me escucho bien like it just didn't sound right and I didn't want to give a half-ass um, episode either I really wanted to get this message across um, and um, hold, hold on like I'm really on the phone with y'all <laughs> I was texting back my best friend okay so I just left and every time I go to the Botanica, it's every single time that I go, like I just get blown with like downloads every single time. It does not fail me, um, which it's a good thing, I guess, um, but sometimes it becomes overwhelming uh, and it's just because the Botanica that I go to, I receive my Eligua, like I have a really good relationship with the people at the Botanica, uh, they've been great to me and my daughter. They've they've met me when I was pregnant. They met me when baby was a baby. Like they they've experienced everything with me, and um, I'm truly grateful for them. So I definitely have a huge connection every time I go to the Botanica because I just get like I was literally just walking around. <laughs> I already had my box ready with my candles, but I was just walking around because it just feels so. It feels like home to me. It feels like a second home. And as I was leaving, um, I had my boxes of candles because, you know, y'all, y'all have me working <laughs> this week. And I am so grateful that I'm going to be busy, busy this whole weekend. Um, 
doing the candles for y'all uh, we're doing the three spell combos so i definitely got a bunch more and i'm waiting for them to restock on more santa muerte candles as well so i'm waiting on that um i could have gone to another botanica but again like kind of just don't anyways as soon as i was walking out it's just um I was talking to uh, mommy, right? I was talking to Santissima and I was just like, man, like, I am so grateful for you. Like, I was just telling her and like, you know, talking to her and this wave of like gratitude from her to me to tell me that like, I've been consistent with my work. It just felt like a, like, just like a warm embrace that's when I always know that like she's present as well like if especially if I'm like talking to her or just like you know in my head thinking about her and I get this like warm embrace or like this cold chill down my spine and then it just gets warm like I I know that's her for me that that's how I know she she's there for me or with me so like I was walking out and I was just thinking like wow like no matter what happens, like, she's always there, like, and for me, like, I've been there for her, and it just shows, like, how much she does show out for people and show for people when you stay consistent and persistent and uh, disciplined to to what she has in store for you, you know, like, it she doesn't leave your side she's always constantly there and you got to do the same for her so that's what like i was like the download that i was receiving because i was just like wow like i've been doing this for years and no matter how my financial situation may be because again i you know we all go through financial struggles um especially after covid i believe that a lot of us have grown and you know started seeing finances in a whole different aspect and not only for myself who I was very dependent on a man but realizing and again this is all just realizations that I've done uh, throughout the weeks that I come into my home is realizing that like Santa Muerte made sure for me not to be dependent on him why because she already knew that like he's not the one he's just here to teach you a lesson and it's going to be a hard lesson but i'm here to catch you catch you when you're ready to learn those lessons and that's what was hitting me when i was at the botanica that i was just like yeah no matter what because i could be saying like yeah like I was, you know, dependent on a man, but I never really was because he never showed actual leadership and being an actual provider or a protector. So I leaned a lot towards Santa Muerte during my, during this time. And I mean, forevermore, but especially during that time. And she started showing me what needed to happen for me to have some sort of financial freedom. Granted that I didn't, take the message fully because I was completely in a flight or fight mode all the time of like I don't know what what is happening how to go about it 
but the entire time she was showing me the way she was showing me what I'm good at and what I can grow from and what I can do to help other people maybe in my situation or other situations that can also know that like you're not alone like I am here lean towards me I got you and again it's during this time I wasn't really hearing her and maybe I was in such deep denial that I didn't want to hear that at least not yet because when you ask her something you never ask her for it twice ever again even with spirits in general you should not ask the spirits twice the same question over and over again like you should just not like if they give you an answer the answer is it so i remember learning that and knowing that like i wasn't ready to ask her like is this the man that i'm supposed to be with or is he betraying me or should i stay or should i go i i wouldn't ask those questions because i just i just wasn't prepared i felt like i was very much stuck in a an abusive situation where i couldn't escape for for whatever reason and uh, it wasn't towards more of my my journey when i started really doing rituals and doing you know my name was being put out there now in a positive light people were you know recommending me as real started shouting me out started sending people my way and that's when everything kind of just did a 180 and then i started to realize like wow okay not only am i doing something that i'm actually fucking great at first of fucking all i'm I, i'm being consistent persistent and i have discipline when it comes to this and that's that and all to me it's very very scary because I I've never been that that type of person to have <laughs> consistency, being persistent and disciplined for a long period of time. This is where I uh I'll put a little disclaimer for uh mental health awareness. I was diagnosed with BPD a couple years back. Uh, I talked about it when I first uh went through my spiritual awakening and um I was in a very hard hard situation, right? So I was diagnosed with BPD. And learning more about it now because I wanted to do the natural route. I didn't want to take medicine. I was very stubborn. And now that I see what the difference could be and what it can do for people and the benefits, um I don't want to suppress whatever um whatever that BPD does but I definitely want to have a balance with it. So I'm I've been taking more vitamins but I do plan on going back on medication because I started to learn like when I first started taking my medication a few years back I hated it. I absolutely hated it. And I was only on those medica- uh, that medication for about 2 months. And I didn't give it an actual real chance. It wasn't until a few months back when I was like rethinking about, you know, um getting back in medication and realizing, you know, the benefits that do come with medication and, you know, holistic healing. I think a little bit of both goes an extremely long way. I started to realize like, oh my god, I felt numb. <laughs> I used to say it like when my friends would ask me like, "Oh, how do you feel in your medication?" 
and I would tell them like I feel numb I don't feel anything I don't feel happiness I don't feel sadness I don't feel anything I don't like it I feel like I'm a robot and then another issue that I had with the medication was that like I would sleep for hours and then I would wake up with extremely groggy as if I had taken like melatonin the night before and like just extremely groggy right and it was getting harder and harder for me to go to work because I just felt extremely exhausted. Again, during this time frame, I was a bartender. So I wouldn't come home till around 2.30 and I wouldn't go to sleep till maybe like four or five, wake up um, around one or two in the afternoon and then get, get ready for work. Like my sleep and my routines were extremely, extremely messed up. There was no real consistency, persistency and disciplined. Even though I was being disciplined to go to work, I would sometimes just try to get off of work early or I would call out. Um, I don't think I would call out because I was bartending, so I definitely couldn't bar- like couldn't call out. Uh, but I would definitely try to half-ass my work. And looking back on it, and it, it hit me like a ton of bricks a few months ago. I was just like, yo, the medications were only doing what they were supposed to do, which was trying to level me out. They were trying to level me out. I didn't feel emotions because when you have borderline personality disorder, you feel everything, everything so intense. Like just, you feel extremely passionate and you have outbursts or you feel like you need to do everything at once and then you burn out. So that's what happens when you have BPD. Like you have these, you know, manic episodes that you just feel like you're on top of the fucking world and you can conquer it all. And then the next two to three weeks, you're just completely burned out because that one week that you felt your highest, highest and your highest, greatest good, like you just exhausted all of your energy. So I realized that like what the medication was doing is trying to balance out my levels and my hormones and, you know, all of that. And then the reason why I was sleeping so much, and I mean, when I tell y'all that there was one day that I slept for 17 hours, like 17 hours just in a row, And I was like, it tripped me out. It scared me because I was just like, what is happening? Like, I don't ever sleep this much. Reason why I was sleeping so much was because I wasn't getting enough sleep. I was exhausted. I was constantly, you know, in on on edge. And again, BPD, majority of the people that have BPD is because they experience extreme trauma during their childhood and in in adulthood as well. Um, And learning that i was just like wow like i did go through a lot like from childhood to adulthood and even now especially now like i can see why that medication was doing what it was supposed to be doing but again because i was just like oh my god i was like quote unquote really woke during this time and i was just like they're trying to numb me out they're trying to like not get me to be me and this is not right again this is just like going through almost like a psychosis episode as well while while going through my spiritual awakening while trying to get like mental health <laughs> taken care of so it was a jumbled of it all and i say all of that because when it comes to anything in life i was always expecting people to come and save me because i felt i needed saving and it wasn't until i was in this abusive relationship that i realized no one is coming to save me and it dawned on me the day like the days the weeks that i was packing my stuff my daughter's stuff pregnant and 
realizing no one is coming to ask, to save me like no one is coming to save us like i have to save my daughter i have to save my daughters for their benefit because if i don't no one else will and being in this spiritual beautiful relationship with santa muerte like it just ingrained in me that it is possible for me to be consistent persistent and have discipline uh because that was my biggest fear of them all when i was leaving that abusive relationship was just like i can't do it on my own that was all that i could say and i think because that person also kind of engraved in me like i'm the breadwinner and <laughs> i'm the breadwinner and i pay all the bills which they fucking didn't i mean when i say we were behind on everything there was on this green earth i mean we were behind on everything but uh it was because of you know my readings my rituals and such like whatever money i would save on the side i was able to help um my daughter and uh my then stepson as well with whatever they needed and it was me buying things for the household it wasn't him it was me and um i think during this time that's when santa muerte was just kind of giving me that like you know that yellow light like are you paying attention like i'm letting you know that you can do it you just have to have discipline and that's something that i've learned that having discipline especially financial discipline or just discipline in general like it it changes your whole way of living and just doing things the right way um and most of all having faith as well like that everything is going to work out but as long as you put in that work like it's going to work out a lot of people nowadays you know when they hear like oh i'm manifesting i'm manifesting they just think they they do a little spell and you know rent is going to be paid automatically without actually them doing the work like i've said it before and I've, i will say it again and i will continue to say it just because you go and get work done with somebody they can be the baddest motherfucker there is and you get work done but you're not putting in the work or you're not changing habits that you're supposed to be changing that work is going to backfire or is barely going to do anything it's going to be like Poof. like it's not going to do fireworks that you expected that shit is just going to be poof and that's it because you're 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 the energy that you're wanting the outcome of so if your energy is not where it's supposed to be met and especially if you get work on your behalf or even if you do it yourself like it's just not going to come out the way that you expected when you like that firework it's just not nothing's going to happen or it's barely going to move up and it's not actually going to go all the way to the sky and pop like you're not going to see that and it's so important when anybody is trying to make a difference in their life and they're is trying to do something grander than than themselves you know because everything that we do in life is it's bigger than us but it's also in our power so can you imagine having to leave for example and i'm i'm going to use myself because i am a vessel and that is why i'm here um talking to y'all because i'm a vessel and santa muerte has used me as her vessel to speak 
in regards to anything that need that anybody needs to hear. So for example, having to leave an abusive relationship and you feeling like I can't do this, I can't do this. How am I going to do it? I have my kids. I'm going to be all alone. I have to stay. I have to stay because there's nowhere else for me to go. And then you figure out little by little because it doesn't happen overnight. Um little by little you realize that like this person is so tremendously small but the situation in itself is big so who really has the control is the person who grabs that situation and says I don't want this anymore I want this instead takes that stand and that power of saying f this I'm not going to stick around I'm going to make my own reality come true and yes it's going to be hard to start from zero but the fact that you can level up like a video game you can level up and go through different realms and different you know avenues and different journeys different paths change your clothing change everything and just level up little by little and you'll start to realize that like okay i'm i'm in control now and no matter how far you get in the ladder no matter what level you get in this game of life there's always going to be something that triggers you or that tries to distract you from what you're supposed to be doing but as long as you are aware that this is a distraction i am not going to let you take me off course but instead learn from what i need to learn from this and just keep leveling up i think that's the best like way that i can like say it because when you're playing a video game and again I'm not even a gamer but I don't even know why this analogy just came to me is the fact that like you know when you you level up in life just like a video game you know you have your levels you have your your coins or your money that you're saving up and you know able to buy new skins new new clothing new swords whatever the game it is whatever path that you're playing right so it's the same thing when it comes to spirituality so when you pop in that game of like all right being a bruja right or being a brujo and you you start from the bottom and then you build your way up and realize that like there's levels to this shit there's always levels that's what me and my best friend always say to each other like when there's like something that is so different but at the same time it was the same we always say like oh well, there's levels to this and then that's when we're like oh okay so we understand this was a different outcome with the same situation but you know again this is levels and it's the same thing I say I say all this because at times when we are trying to rush into life, we're trying to rush into level 50 when we're really in level 10, we're skipping parts of our life where it's going to teach us something really really grand and it's going to be a lesson because if we don't learn the lesson, it's going to be repeating. It's like if you were to die in the video game, you're not going to go to a different level. You're going to stay in the same level or even lower depending on like how tragic you must have died or like yeah, like what way or how you died, right? And that's why we call transformations, rebirths every time that we we feel like we're shedding old skin and trying to level up. That is a way of perceiving transformation and rebirth. Um again I have no idea where this analogy came from I'm just picturing my brother playing video games and I I don't know why that like that stuck but there's different players in life as well you'll see people that were in that level of like oh my god they're always posting they're always you know doing rituals and you know it, it may be a bug or two more than I expected but 
they're doing it, you know? <coughs> Excuse me. And my throat got itchy, so I know Madre's just like, ooh, be careful what you're about to say next, because this could be very controversial. But, mm. I feel really like good itching. Okay. Be mindful. Let's say that you need your taxes done, right? <coughs> Since we just passed tax season. You need your taxes done. Who would you trust more to do your taxes? Somebody that is consistently in that <coughs> that career excuse me <coughs> I'm trying to be careful on how I say this I'm trying to ruffle no motherfucking feathers because I already seen that in my last episode did ruffle some motherfucking feathers so <coughs> and good I hope it fucking did because I know that I'm calling you out and now I know that you listen and you tune in. But that's not here or there. So who would you trust more? Somebody that is actually doing taxes for a living. And you see, like, you know, you know that that's their, their realm. You know what I mean? Or would you trust somebody that out of nowhere just started doing taxes, but they only do it here and there? Like, you don't see them every year actually promoting doing taxes. They probably come out of the woodworks here and there. And you can kind of tell like, oh, they they probably need an extra extra money to, to get by. So you just see them here and there. So who would you trust more? Somebody that is in that realm and stays consistent, persistent, and actually shows discipline in their work. Or somebody that you just see that comes in and out. You kind of fuck with what their lifestyle may look like because like maybe that's something that you want. And again, not everything that you see on social media is even true. So who would you trust more to do your taxes? Because let me tell you, I went to my friend who does taxes and I mean, I've known that he's done taxes for, for many, many years. And the last time that I that I had gotten my taxes done, it was with somebody who just was not really good. I, I'm gonna be real. I I fumbled the bag with that one. But this year, I it was such it was such ease, and that's coming from somebody who had to file as like a business owner, and I already expected to be this long procedure, having to call the IRS, or just having to go through a lot of situations. Not only that. I was also on edge because um, the deadbeat baby daddy tried tried to try to tell me and threaten to claim our daughter that he does not take care of. So I was in a very stressful situation during this time. And the person that came into mind that I was just like, I trust him because I know that's his line of work. So hit him up. We did everything via text. We talked on the phone maybe two times and it was done fucking easiest 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 hands down tax return process that i experienced love the results everything was great everything was smooth knock on wood that everything is still like went smooth right but it was great why because i trust him i've seen that he is very consistent 
persistent and disciplined in his work. So I asked this question. So when you go to a spiritual advisor, do you go to them because of the amount of followers that they have or how much they hype up their stuff when and if they do do work? Or do you go to a spiritual advisor that is constantly showing their their work, their altar, they preach, they do different things, they do different and like different things. It might not be daily, but definitely weekly. I have friends that have full-time jobs and do their spiritual stuff on the side. And I can guarantee you, I see them on my timeline almost every day, if not every other day. Either doing card pulls, doing uh, spirit messages, or doing like, you know, little random like rituals. It could be monthly rituals. Um, I see them constantly um, showing out for the spiritual community. And it's not just here and there. I mean, it's the consistency. Como dicen, show me who you're with and I'll tell you who you are. Because that is the realest quote that could ever be. Show me who you who you who you are with, who you hang out with, who is your environment, and I'll tell you who you are as a person. Are you gonna trust somebody that is with, you know? I mean, it depends. The lifestyle, it all depends on the lifestyle. And I'm not here to criticize anybody's lifestyle because I know some badass Buru holds who are in the streets, running the streets, and but be hardcore with their spiritual shit and helping other people. You feel me? So there's different aspects, but their spiritual work is still there. And that's the kind of feathers that I, I know I ruffled on my last, last episode because some people might have felt like, was this towards me? And then I started seeing started seeing like them like trying to get back into their witchcraft bag baby you can't get back into your witchcraft bag especially if you have abandoned santissima i can tell you you might have made a buck or two but that shit is not gonna last because she's gonna rip that shit away there's no coming back there's no there's just no there's just no way There's also some people that, oh my God, I can't believe I even saw this um, a few days ago. Somebody again claims to be a spiritual advisor, a Reiki healer, tarot reader, holistic healer, whatever, everything. This person is just everything all in one. But I've seen this person use their laptop to look up definitions of cards while doing readings. Or I know the fact that like this person doesn't even have a certification in Reiki, but is calling themselves a Reiki master, a Reiki healer. Or the fact that I know that this person's life is in complete fucking shambles, doesn't have any stability, no consistency in their life but it's trying to help you get consistency and persistency and discipline in your life when they lack that. And this is the same person who I did a reading on them, not only myself, but even as Riel gave them a little bit tip of advice, got defensive, offended, and didn't take 
any of the advice that we gave. Babies, let me just say this. Even if you have a Santa Muerte statue and you have an altar for her and you show her out here and there and you may wear her jewelry and show her out, but you're not really taking care of her and you're not really dedicating yourself and you're not preaching what you're... If you're not doing what you're preaching, you're lacking so much that it's just insane. And I say it again, yo. Be careful who you go to for readings. I don't know how many times I have to say this and I don't know why people don't fucking listen. Be careful who you go to go go and get readings done. You're opening up portals, you're opening up avenues and then you're wondering why your candles are turning black, why there's things happening in your life, why there's just so much negativity, why, 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 why? They are sitting there wondering why, but then you guys are going toward to people that are just not, not there. And especially as well, there's some botanicas, and again, just because my botanica, I, I've seen the work that they do, they're great. But there's some botanicas that will read you, quote unquote, read you, and just give you false everything. And now what? Now that didn't you, not only did you get a reading done at a botanica, where there's just so much spiritual shit and sometimes even not good hygiene, not, not, not good spiritual hygiene. Now you open up yourself to that. But then you're coming back to me and asking me like, well, my life is in shambles, what can I do? But you just told me you got a reading done with somebody who like read you completely wrong. Or you go to like one of these spiritual uh, social media people and I use the word spiritual very, very, very loose here. And then you tell me, oh, well, I got work done with so-and-so, but I didn't really see much. Or I got a reading done with so-and-so, and, like, they just said a lot of things that just didn't really resonate with me at that time. And that I can understand. At some point, sometimes, when you do get readings done and it doesn't really resonate with you, it's because either one, one or two things. You're not ready to hear the message. You're being closed off to receiving the message. Or they're looking up the fucking definitions on a laptop and giving you generic ass messages. Pero cada quien. If that's what works for you, then that's what works for you. Who am I to tell you don't go to that person because that person ain't, ain't consistent, persistent, and disciplined. But if that's what you like and that's what you feel comfortable with, then who am I to say stop fucking with them you know it's so mind bottling to me like it's just it just makes no sense and I've tried to stay as humble as I could and that's why I say these messages and obviously it's being heard because the one person or people that like I was talking about in regards to this and giving examples are all of a sudden now very much trying to do work all over again like now like super hardcore helping you doing money rituals oh my god please please yo please please money rituals fucking reiki sessions like all this crazy stuff and i'm just like sitting back like but you know what you're doing i'm just calling it how i see it 
okay? From somebody who struggled through a lot, I have not left Santísima Muerte. Okay? No matter where I go, no matter what is happening, I don't ever leave her side. Do I stop doing work? Did I stop doing work? Yeah, for sure. You wouldn't want to book with me when I was extremely depressed and in a really messed up situation and my body fucking bruised and unable to like move. You wouldn't want to book with me. Why would I want you to book with me if I knew that I wasn't in the right state of mind? But do I come back? Hell yeah. The biggest break that I've taken during this whole situation and why I was just constantly going to therapy and I mean weekly for four or five months because I the messages that I was getting and quote like I mean I'm grateful and at the same time I felt a lot of pressure there were messages that I was getting of like I need you I need your help and this is the time that like shit I needed me I needed me more than anything else but there was so many people flooding my messages when I was packing when I was moving when I was trying to figure things out when I was going through all of that of getting like you know people asking me to come back to do work and was it a little bit selfish yes it was it was selfish but it made me realize at the same time that like I am a vessel and I am here to really help so those people I did tell like if you can give me some time I got you but I can't help you if I also need help you know and I'm thankful for the healer friends that I do have in my circle you know I I can name I can name five people I can name in one hand the people that helped me through that and they know who they are I went to get readings I got reading from one I did work with another I got advice from two and then I got you know inspiration from another they know who they are I still fuck with them very heavily and that's why I can tell you that those five people that helped me during my darkest time and I can still see them doing work and being dedicated to what they do I can say that is again tell me who you're with who you hang out with who you have around and I'll tell you who you who you are and that is the realest shit ever anything in life that you want to do and again I was mentioning about my BPD because BPD, people with BPD tend to really like like get off track and I think I just made my point right now <laughs> that was what I was trying to say 22 minutes ago that like people with BPD we tend to kind of get off of uh get off tracks so when I started to like really be stable and doing things on my own and you know growing up (laughs) taking care of myself but realizing that like I had to take care of a whole different little human too who's relying on me who's relying on my on my mental health who's relying on me to be this uh protector provider and nurturer you know I have no choice and is it scary to this day to me it's still very much scary but 
I lean to Santa Muerte to help me be disciplined, to help me stay consistent and persistent. And the more that I do this, the easier it becomes to understand that like this has always been ingrained in me. It has been ingrained in me. And she has been putting this in my mind for years now. Like for years, she was showing me like, you got this, like you don't need to be in an abusive situation you don't need to be relying on anybody and you don't need to lower yourself lower your standards lower yourself period for anybody because you're that girl you're that bruja and it's on fucking period okay there's brujas out here again on social media claiming to be this claiming to be that but i know them personally and i can tell you i wouldn't even let them read my fucking cards if they even offered it for free okay the moment that i started to realize that these people were not who they really portrayed them to be portray themselves to be i was just like no i am not coming to you for anything anymore like i know more than you than than you could say that you know more that i you know there's just no way that you know more than I do because show me your altar show me your dedication do you know your prayers like you know it's just no 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 Santa Muerte in general is just something that like I I am very passionate about I am very much like I've mentioned time and time and again when I first became a devotee um, when I, we first became a devotee I made her a promise that I was going to I, I promised her a couple things but one of the very few was that like I was going to be using all of my social media platforms to promote her and her beauty that's for one for two I said that I was going to expose those who who mistreat her and use her. And I think at this point in time, I don't think I have to say at names, at least not now. Right now, those people can consider themselves quote-unquote safe. But it's getting to that point where it's just like, yo, I can't, like... If she says go, I'm on go. Obviously, my throat was getting itchy because she was just like, be mindful. So it wasn't it wasn't go time. <laughs> it wasn't go time. But I... Excuse me. I have invested so much. And she has invested triple that on me. Like, for me. Again, my girl was sitting pretty in the passenger side. I mean, not completely pretty because we had a bunch of shit in the car. But like, she was sitting in the front my red one was in the front a lot of majority of them were in the front and then I made sure I put my purple big one um, in the back with my daughter there's a way that I place my Santa Muertes especially if I'm on the road when I was on the road a specific way and for that I am grateful so again who would you trust you tell me because if the next time I hear somebody tell me that they went to get work done with so-and-so and so-and-so, I'm just going to tell them straight up, like, you are getting bamboozled. Like, 
you're getting played like a motherfucking piano okay like don't just don't and at the same time use your discernment if there's something off about them there's something off about them okay like that's just what it is that's just what it is And I feel like during this novena time, this one is especially when I feel like the most like passionate to speak out for Santisima and speak out of the the bullshit that I be seeing out here. And it's just, it's just sad. But another note, the key to everything again are consistency, persistency, and discipline, okay? with anything that you do and especially if you're trying to become a devotee to Santa Puerte I can assure you that using those three three key terms key advice key lessons you'll go very far with her you'll go very very extremely far because if you show her those three things she's going to return them back to you times 10 so I would highly advise for you to start your journey with that like okay so consistency for example we're about to hit the hour and maybe i can make a part two um either way i'm gonna try to come back tomorrow and do another um episode but um for example consistency would be her coffee her coffee mug she has her own coffee mug she has her own water glass um she has her own place if for food and such um so that's being consistent with her and letting her know like i am thinking of you this is just yours uh being persistent is you know doing your daily prayers and that's also consistency doing your daily prayers and learning more about her and what else you need to do maybe switching things up in the altar uh to excite her maybe moving the altar to a different place because maybe she brings you more light um again that's you know being consistent and persistent the discipline is to continue that work that is my biggest advice for anybody working with santa muerte or wanting to work with santa muerte is that if you may not have it right now and you start with her and you start de- developing these very valuable keys and implementing that in your spiritual world and your spiritual life then everything else is just going to come to you with ease again i'm gonna talk my shit because no matter how my financial my financial situation was no matter what i was going through i made sure that i was completely in a, in a safe space to come back to y'all and do what i had to do and i'm gonna give myself my roses because i am so incredibly blessed to be where i am today and where i'm about to be tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next and the next day and the next day i am so grateful for azriel to be shouting me out whenever he gets a chance i am so incredibly blessed that he even sends people my way i am blessed to have my community of spiritual people who constantly check in on me to see how I'm doing and send things for baby girl or just send things for me or just you know give us prayers. I am extremely blessed. 
and surround yourself with better people be more mindful of who you open yourself to and that just comes from anything in life don't just be opening up your energy to just anybody because these people there's just not a lot of great genuine people nowadays and that comes from spiritual workers to just regular people relationship wise everything and anything and again if right now you're wanting to break up with that certain person fucking break up with them because they're just holding you back and this is a time to just do so so you can get a clean slate when mercury retrograde is out of retrograding so again thank you guys for listening hopefully you guys got to learn a little sum sum Make sure to check me out at Divine Hoops on Instagram. We will be doing a money ritual tonight. We're doing a full moon ritual. We're doing some love work. And then we're doing the three spell combos. We have a lot going on here. And I can't wait for y'all to come and join. There's been so many, so many new faces. And I am so excited to have y'all. And welcome you guys to El Barrio. Mi Barrio. El Barrio de la Santísima Muerte. So, until next time. Um, I will be posting the prayers and you know what we might just do a little bundle of prayers instead since I'm hitting that hour mark but um, yeah thank you guys for tuning in if you guys have any questions or concerns or something that you may want to hear on the podcast for me to just talk your ear off um, let me know I'm here for it (laughs) okay adios